So this weekend, I went to a roti shop in Queens. This is Brenda the Bender. I'm not going to tell you the name of the roti shop. I have to tell you, I'm, I'm feeling exhausted, so I know I sound exhausted. But regardless, I'm not going to tell you the name of the roti shop because I waited for 45 minutes. They don't deserve a shout-out. But that means the roti must be good. No, that was all because I was waiting for a bacon shark, and the guy in front of me wanted to get a bacon shark, and he wanted everything separated. So she had to put the sauce in a container, and then by the time I'm waiting, 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 she's going to look at me and tell me, oh, we waiting for the shark. I was like... Can I get a damn refund? This is nonsense. But anyway, I digress. While I was standing there, was this fat guy in front of me, you know. I don't want to, you know, I'm not against the fats, but whatever. Dumpy guy sitting there. And when I looked, this cat was Snapchatting the Rudy shop. Pointed, what? Pointing around, like the people waiting on the line. Oh. And then kind of turning sideways. You, you know, where we were standing, you could see the ladies behind that was fixing the food. And he was Snapchatting. And I said to myself, a grown man? this is foolishness. A grown man. A grown, fat, dumpy man sitting here talking about Snapchatting his visit to the Rudy shop. Bro. Oh Nobody cares, man. I'm not gonna lie. If the highlight of your day or morning is going to the roti shop, and you—I mean, maybe it is—but then you feel the need to Snapchat it. This is what's on your your timeline. I don't know. How interesting is that? It's sickening. That's what it is. It's sickening. And no man should be so engrossed in his phone. Talking. You know, I, I'm telling you, I'm against a man taking a selfie. Oh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I am so against that crap. Like he, you can take a little picture of yourself, post it on your WhatsApp. Or whatever so people can see you whatever but this smiling and in the camera doing the rap with the hands like you you lip singing a song i think it's tacky 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 men on social media men on social media i don't know how anybody could tolerate that crap but but men's journal did an article about men using snapchat and i thought it was very interesting seven things they wanted to talk to men about first off don't overdo it with the lenses i mean no one wants to see. No one wants to see your face and changing of your faces and all oh kind of nonsense. You have to tell you. Like, I have to tell you. The two of us are already coming from a disadvantage because we both don't have a Snapchat, so I don't even know. Social media, dumb we are. That's what we are. But I mean, so some of these things probably gonna lose context on us. The sexiness. is. Don't snap your entire day. I don't think that's for men only. It's for everybody. Who has time to snap their entire day? And guess what? No one cares. No one cares. Oh Unless you're saving the world all day long, no one cares. <laughs> um, they say keep your story short. Don't be a creeper. Because, you know, they track every time that you're on Snap. People can see when you watch their videos. So they can see how many times you're watching it. Don't be that guy. Please. Oh, my God. Um, Again, I don't even know what man has a time to do this. I mean, you, you don't, you're not walking somewhere? Who has you're time? Walking? No. You're walking? No. You're joking? No. <laughs> anyway, don't send the same snap every day because I guess this is very common practice. Don't snap while driving. Snap drive is not Instagram. So you can't be posting and posting. It's overwhelming. And please, don't snap your penis. <laughs> you know why they do it because you know it gets deleted at a certain period of time. Don't step in this. And I, you know, I read this funny story. With your <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's safari. <laughs> I read this story about um, these women. 
this man sent the snap like you know the one good morning beautiful that they said but he did a group to seven women that he was talking to at the same time and one woman realized it and she called it Nathan's girls and now they're trying to be a friend the guy dropped out the group stopped talking to them all this is a guy that lives in Florida but yo people have to be very careful especially with this texting business you know you texting somebody and it's gone and you end up in, <laughs> you can't pull it back you can't uh, what you doing at work when you recall an email you and half the time you can't even recall a what at, at work you cannot exactly <laughs> you cannot recall a text you send a, a penis pic to your mother that is it that is it there is nothing you can do so please why would someone send this out I don't, I don't understand. I, I just don't. So please, men, be careful. And listen, I have to tell you, I believe in people can be metrosexual and all this jazz, but a man Snapchatting does not look good. Um, so we move on to our What's the Hap for today. And we start talking about Bill Cosby. Bill, Bill, Bill. Sad Bill. Kill Bill. Does it say the truth? <laughs> Bill, That's what's going to happen. If I was you... They would never see me at that prison gate. But for him, it may not be so bad as many of us not know. I kind of agree. Bill Cosby's legally blind. He cannot see anything at all. (laughs) (laughs) And now, Bill Cosby is a convicted sex offender. Andrea Constant, um, somebody that used to work in Temple University, when Bill Cosby was doing a lot of his donor work there, you know, Temple pulled back the honorary degree that they gave him. Um, accused him of giving her some drugs. Do you like drugs? <laughs> she gave him some drugs, and then he sexually assaulted her. And as we know, we heard last year that it wasn't her alone. It's been several, several women. You know, I call it the Weinstein effect, but it's really the Bill Cosby effect. He, he started, started this. <laughs> as soon as it started with him, now people start coming out the woodwork to talk about all the stuff that um, has been happening to them. You know, the hashtag Me Too. But anyway, Bill Cosby found guilty... Um, one of his publicists was on the news saying that this has become a public lynching, meaning that they were out for blood and they were going to get him somewhere or somehow. Um, he was found guilty of three counts of aggravated indecent assault. And he's looking at a max of 10 years per count. Can we all be kind? Remember, this man is 80 years old. Hey, hey, hey. So, you know, there's a lot of controversy with this whole Bill Cosby thing. Um, and, you know, just to mention, Temple University also rescinded honorary degree to him as yeah, well. Just, um, but you know, this guy, <clears throat> I was, I was driving this weekend and I was listening to Triple Nine Radio, shout out to them, a West Indian station, you know. That you can't get in Queens. Well, why do we care about Queens? Because <laughs> 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 Brooklyn, you get all these stations. We're going to let you know other stations you can listen to another time. But Triple Nine, cool station. And you listen and you hear people calling in and it was, the majority of people that were calling in was West Indian, like older men. Well, um, why did it take so? Why did it take so long to come out with this? I don't know. Why did I have to give him so much time? And you know, the whole set of you know, he said something. He said, like, you know, to put things in perspective, if this was your daughter or your sister or one of the females in your family or your friend that said, listen, this happened to me, and whether it was ten years ago, whether it was fifteen years ago, whether it was five minutes ago. You would be outraged. Mm. You would. You would not. I mean, you might question and say, "Hey, why you didn't tell me sooner?" But at the end of the day, you would want justice for your family or friend. So let's not let's not take away that. Yes, he's a black man, and you know it's a damn shame to see a black man go down like this. But he did it. Then he needs to do the time. I don't give a shit if he was a hundred. If the sentence was fifty years, put him in. That, that's the bottom line. 
Sorry, I mean, I looked up to Bill when I was used to watch the Huxables. And I mean, this guy's done like great this. things, but I mean, they said his his net worth was over four hundred million, oh and now God. he's in financial God. distress. But regardless, um, Bill is on house arrest until they sentence him, which would be sixty to ninety days, and we're just hoping for the best. So we move on to our next topic about a man in Florida that died. Um, he died while the cops were chasing him the cops pulled him over tried to pull him over for a traffic stop and the cops ended up killing him oh, wow. and while in the funeral parlor the cops come in and use his finger try to use his finger to unlock his iphone while he's dead Wait, the cop had access to the funeral parlor after they walk right in with no warrant because, or anything because they have a badge they walk right in with no warrant or anything um and his fiance is outraged they're thinking about suing for illegal search and seizure, but you know the 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 conversation is: is there any expectation of privacy after you pass away? You don't, because when someone passes away, you know your therapist can give out all your business. You know when you pass away, people can find all your sex toys you have hidden in your side drawers. So, folks, <laughs> <laughs> there is no expectation of privacy. We don't know when you're gonna pass away, so live a clean life. Like my mother say, always have on a clean panty, because you don't know <laughs> what could happen when you walk out the room. But definitively, you know, this is just another way that the police have gone above and beyond. And taking advantage of their, their authority. And you know they're doing this to make sure that when they go to court or the trial, they can have, you know, if they a go reason. to court or a reason that the people sue for killing the man, they can have some things to say about him. Sad. Kanye West. Oh you know, gosh. everyone here knows that R. Kelly is my baby daddy. I mean, you know, he's got his flaws, all alleged flaws, but he's got his flaws. But... If Shaw has a baby daddy, his name <laughs> begins with Kanye and How ends dare with you West. Say that? How dare you? She loves this man unconditionally, uh, but we are hundred percent divorced. Me and Kanye. Look at this. <laughs> like See, this is the problem. hundred percent divorced. This is the problem here with these people. No loyalty. No loyalty. No, I'm sorry. Ara, I will rock for you, man. No. Until I see it with my own eyes. I'm sorry. I won't. I'll be a doubting Thomas. I need to compare that. I mean, our. Kelly has been a pedophile for as long as we've known. Kanye started out good, man. This is what the sad oh, thing about not, it I'm sorry. Has this been proven that he's a pedophile? Listen, now's not the time to go back into this conversation. Anywho. So Kanye tweets, uh, you don't have to agree with Trump, but the mob can't make me not love him. We are both dragon energy. He is my brother. I love everyone. I don't agree with everything anyone does. That makes us individuals, and we have the right to independent thoughts. Mm, Kanye, you have a right to have an independent tour where no <laughs> one attends. That's what you have the right to. You know, you know. as Shaw just mentioned, I used to love Kanye. I you're, felt like when he came out. You're sure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, I'm sure. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> as Bender would say, I love Kanye, I used to love Kanye. Let's say that. You don't uh, know what you got let's go. Yo, this guy, when he came out, he was one of the conscious, the conscious lyricists to me. He spoke about things that people did not talk about, but we all knew was true. How you would run to get the first sneaker, even though you knew you couldn't afford it. Like, he spoke about things that we could kind of relate to, and I really appreciated that when he came out. But I must say, I mean, ever since his mom passed away, he just oh, gone downhill. And to make it worse, he joined the Get Out syndrome where he's with the kardashian which is even worse but you know what 
the thing about Kanye is you can have your own opinion. Anyone, fine, if you want to uh, go for Trump, that's fine. Everyone has their individual opinion. But the fact that you're making this public, like, oh, you know, this, this is who I'm going for, especially this is the same guy that ran up and said that, um, Bush was racist. What is the difference between Bush and Trump? Well, you or what know, do you see in Trump that you don't see in Bush? I don't know. They said that this probably stems from Kanye's beef with Obama. You know, Kanye... Oh, because he thinks that when, Obama did nothing for Chicago. No. When Kanye ran up... But not because of that only. Because when Obama ran... When Kanye ran up on the stage... When Taylor Swift got the award, Obama, Obama says, "I thought that was a really, that thought that was really inappropriate. He's a jackass." Oh yeah. <laughs> so that's what yeah. Obama said in two thousand and nine. New uh, virtual. <laughs> <laughs> Obama. So that's what she he said, and you know Trump is like drinking this like a cat drinking milk. Response: Kanye West has performed a great service to the black community. How? Big things How? are happening and eyes are being opened for the first time in decades. Legacy stuff. Thank you also to Chance and Dr. Daryl Scott. They really get it. And in parentheses, lowest black and Hispanic unemployment in history. <laughs> Trump. You've been Yo, in office for what, two guy, years Trump, now? I mean, this is all stuff that Obama did, broski. But you know, what was funny was when they had that, um, they posted that thing where he was like, he said something like, yes, I love black people or something like that. And then Kanye's dead on the side, cooning on the side, which is tremendously hilarious. Check it on the gram. But I mean, I tell you, I, I don't know. I really hope as us as black people that, you know, a lot of us are outraged, but show your outrage and your buying power. Stop. Get, you know, if you are outraged, don't go to his damn concert. Stop buying them damn expensive Yeezys. Well, really. Can we just say Kanye didn't even vote for president? He didn't vote. He's a jackass. And to make it worse, he's making it seem like um, Obama was the president of Chicago itself. And as somebody said, uh, what has Kanye West done for Chicago that was so instrumental, that was so recognizable? Please, Kanye, cut the shit, man. Uh, Kanye released a new song on Friday, Ye versus the People. And his one lyric that I thought was very... And T.I. is on this album. Come on, man. Get you together, T.I. T.I.'s a woke dude. Why is he on Kanye's album with this crap? And But this comment I thought was great. I know Obama was heaven sent, but ever since Trump won, it proved I could be president. <laughs> bye, Felicia. Or as I say, bye, Leroy. <laughs> no one cares. Oh, an um... Our next story is about Jennifer Gerdat. I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm not her godmother. 47 <laughs> from Delaware. Her husband, she found out her husband was having an affair with a 33-year-old woman in Pennsylvania. She lived in Delaware. She drove to Pennsylvania in a rental car, broke into the woman's home, and sat there and waited. Oh, um, yeah. Sat there. As soon as the woman walked in, she shot the woman in her head. Yes. That's when it goes downhill. Turns the gun on herself and kills herself. And you, you know what? Well that at that point. The husband shows up at the house because he was on his way to a date with the woman, yes. they, they, they believe. So she went there to see why the woman didn't show up at the and date. Correct. Mm-hmm. And then told the cops, I think my wife is inside. Yeah, he knew the deal. You know, this is very sad. Ruined three people's lives. Very, very sad. I mean, the fact that this man, and this lady probably knew, she, obviously she knew they had a long-standing affair. 
But for her to, this whole thought process to plan this thing, to this premeditated murder where she went up there, I mean, many things have got, gone to this girl's mind. Like, you know, jail, my family, loved ones. I don't know what would bring somebody to the point. You know, a lot of people say that if my man was to cheat on me, I would kill him. I mean, no, we just see this bro. man. We don't really do it. You know, you ain't gonna kill nobody. You're gonna be sad, you're gonna be hurt, but you're gonna make a decision to stay kill or somebody? go. And that's another conversation for later. Will I stay? Will I go? <laughs> but I don't know. But then also, too, this woman probably knew this man had a wife. This is the flicking problem. Us women enabling this kind of we're shit. We're not having this conversation today. We're not having this conversation today. All right. Pause I'll your pause reach. Pause, pause your reach. Um, but, but, you know, in her rental car, they found binoculars, ammunition, rubber gloves, earplugs. Vaseline. No, let's be honest. She was white. <laughs> she had a day of Vaseline. But, no, definitely. She was going to kill us. Kill or be killed. So now this guy's out here. He's gonna feel bad for a minute, but you know what he's gonna do? Hook oh, up with somebody else. One. And now where you at? <laughs> Dead. As in doing it. Well, our topic today is <laughs> white privilege, <laughs> and I can't take credit for this because you know um, I've heard this term used frequently more recently as I started listening to Tariq Nasheed. Shout out to him. But, um, you know, there's been a, a series of events that have occurred that just highlights white privilege. And I didn't really, you know, you thought about this back in the days, like, but you, you didn't know the coin phrase to call it. But now I know exactly what to call it. And I will continue to use this term, white privilege. But some things that have happened. I don't know if you guys have seen this. And if you haven't, shoot yourself. No, just joking. Just Google it. <laughs> dog, <laughs> dog owner arraigned and arrested. So on, she's only telling this story because she knows it's gonna freaking rile me no, up. No, I don't know. I knew it riled you up. So I'll tell you the story, and I'm telling you, Benda went off. I mean, she even cursed. This girl doesn't even curse. <laughs> and she bust the f word to me. I was like, whoa, take it easy. But anyway, this happened um, on Friday, um, April twentieth. Ruben Macalo, a 53 year old man. He's charged with reckless endangerment and assault because he got on a train with his dog. A, a pit bull. A pit bull. Had the dog sitting on the chair like the flicking dog paid two seventy five. Hmm. This girl comes on the train, a black girl, um, tells the guy to move the dog over. He looked at her. He said, no, I'm not moving the dog over. She sat. I mean, I don't know why this girl even sat next to this pit bull, but she sat next to the door. And I guess she felt she didn't have enough room. And she said, can you please move the dog? He said, no. And she pushed the pit bull. Dumb. That was kind of Are you dumb? Dumb. And so this occurred 3 p.m. while approaching the Wall Street station um, into the city. And it was a big argument where after they started arguing, the dog grabbed this girl's foot and would not release this girl's foot. I mean, so many passengers was holding like, get off her! Get off her! And even you heard this guy saying, you're not telling the dog to release. You're not telling the dog to release because he kept on kind of pulling the door, pulling the door back and forth, but he would not say release or get off of this woman. Finally, he said release and the dog let go. And then you know what this white supremacist ended up doing? Is he white? Uh, isn't his name Rubio or something? Let's be honest, he wasn't black. That's what we need to know. <laughs> Ruben, he ends up taking the sneaker out of the dog's mouth and throwing it at the girl. Mm-hmm, like he paid her. I mean, this was so outrageous. It was, I mean, I have to tell you, witnessing this event, you know, I did not know about it, so Sure sent me the video, and I totally went ballistic when I saw it. I mean, I cannot imagine, first off, why someone would think it's appropriate to show up on a train 
with a dog, a pit bull, and call it a service animal. This is another scam that we got going on through the world. Well, you know, he did, He does have documentation to verify oh, that yeah. he is a I can get documentation animal. to take a month off because I'm sick, air quotes. And the MTA does allow you to have a service dog. That you, shouldn't it be muzzled or in a cage? And you do not have to have an ID to verify that it's a service dog. But it should be in a cage or muzzled, not sitting around on the damn bench where people have to come and sit after. No one should sit on the damn... Listen, when I see people with their bags on a damn train seat. I'm outraged. Like, what the F? How much fares did you pay? Mm, I usually keep my lunch kit there, though. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I just think that, you know, this is another reason why folks, when you get home, take your clothes off and don't sit on your damn couch or, or definitively your bed. You don't know what's going on in these damn train seats. But, I mean, this guy, um, he was off, He was obviously into some other issues because even when they arraigned him, then they had to arrest him again because they realized it was a guy they was looking for because he was harassing and stalked this woman and ended up breaking her door frame. You can see this guy was crazy so on the train. he got charged with aggravated harassment. And this dog is supposed to be a service animal for, what, his mental state? I mean, really and truly, what is going on in this world that you feel like it's okay to come on the train with a pit bull, a dog that has been known to kill people by biting them and acting crazy. How is this okay? Tell you. The next occurrence. I mean, these are all recent things that's going on. So I don't know if this is just like, I, I don't know. Um, a Port Authority commissioner, Karen Terrain, she had to resign. Um, she, her, in Jersey. Tenafly, New Jersey. I don't know where the hell that is, but it was in Jersey. <laughs> so basically they're saying that she used her influence to get her daughter's friend um, I guess she tried to get her daughter's friend uh, saved from the, the cops that pulled her over. And so she kept on asking the officers. Well, I think she, yeah, actually she had expired registration. That's why they pulled her over. But she came over, I guess the daughter called her mm-hmm. and was like, Mom, these cops, how dare these cops pull me over? Don't they know I'm white? <laughs> That's what I think she was saying. Um, she was asking the cop, why did you pull her over? What happened? What happened? And he just said very nicely, two white officers, Hey, ma'am, you know, you have to ask the driver. What? I have to ask the driver? She started calling these cops stupid, saying that they didn't, ha- basically didn't have a backbone, and she don't understand why wouldn't they tell her what happened here. And then she started throwing, away her t- throwing around her title that, you know, she's a friend of the mayor, she's a concerned citizen, and um, demanding, I mean, demanding that they tell her what happened in this situation which we know she knew would happen because obviously the daughter called her over. I mean, let's be real. If this was a black woman yeah. doing this, she would have been dead as a nit. They were very polite to this woman. And you think about it. And she had something in her hand when I saw the video. Like, her hand was... Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, maybe the car key or something. Mm-hmm. She kept on, like, yeah, putting it... Oh, they would have said that was a black gun. Oh, that was... Yeah. And they would have said... Her. Yeah, they would have shot a black woman and said, oh, she had a gun. Oh, it was just her car keys. I mean, Do you it. love me? And you think about it as a black person. <laughs> when a cop pull you over, you're like so like, okay, all right, put the hands on the dashboard, make sure you have this, or just be very polite because you don't want them to have a reason to put a bullet in the ass. But this woman, I mean, imagine if I tell the officer, you're stupid because you're listening to him. It was just like really... And in his, their face, you know, not like stepping back. She was like in like, their face. You couldn't even get out the pointing, car and talk to a cop like Pointing that. in your face, I mean... I tell you, another issue, another school apologizing. I'm tired of schools apologizing. And I know these incidents occur, so they have to apologize, but it's so ridiculous. This classmate posted a photo of another classmate in a prison uniform at an assembly, and he put under the caption, nigga for auction, 
fifty dollars. Mm. And he posted this on his Snapchat with along with the Confederate flag. Mm. Um, you know, apparently they were doing like a comedy skit at Chandler High School in Chandler, Oklahoma. And um people outed him out, basically. The people that were actually saw the Snapchat actually ended up bringing it to the people's attention. And this black boy's family was outraged. As they should be. She was like, you know, this is his sister. Was like, this was a positive peer assembly, a team forum. And she's like, you know, I'm not sure if it's bullying or if it's racist. She's like, but I'm just so tired of it. And it's unacceptable. And so, you know, again, you know, as Bender had mentioned before, about children being taught this kind of behavior. No definitely, one, you know, definitely. Say, hey, you know, I hate black people, old niggas for sale. Like, who does that? Well, you know, white people. 2018. White people do it. You know, think about it. Sometimes you think about it. You don't want to always assume, of course, because I know all white people are not like this. Correct. We, we know that. But then these kind of situations make you always look at them at the side eye like, hmm. Were you always thinking this? Yeah. And were also, you always doing this? When she said that, was she trying to be racist or was it just because we're cool or something like that? Like, you just never know. It, it just brings you to that point. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just very sad again that, you know, we've come, we're coming this far. We think we're coming far. We're not going anywhere. No actuality. But I think when, you know, we talk about white privilege, the whole conversation here is that someone thought that this was an appropriate response. And this is just a concern. Remind ourselves as parents, we are not teaching our children appropriate responses. You know, children are who they are. You know, yesterday I had to kind of rile up on my kid in the street. Like, yo, you know, sometimes you kind of tolerate a little kind of off-the-side comment at home because you're too tired. But when we're in the road, get it together, bro. You're not going to be out here talking to me all kind of crazy in the streets. And, uh, I mean, for all or for some of you who probably don't know what the definition of white privilege is, it refers to the way white people benefit from not being identified as a racial minority. And so, again... As I said, I thought this lady said, it's kind of like, well, don't talk to me like that. I'm white. How dare you? It's, it's that kind of attitude. And, you know, what, what I would like to see, of course, everybody likes to see the whole Kumbaya movie where everybody could just like each other, be Kumbaya, nice. Everybody wants that. We get that. But, you know, what I do want to see is people, and this is a, this is a, a jab at Kim Zolziak to recognize that this it, this still exists that we are treated differently. Yeah, racism is real. You know, it, it, it's, it's real. real in these streets. And I think you should at least recognize that it's real. And if you're not about that life in terms of being racist, then good for you. But we know there's a lot of it still out there. But at least acknowledge that it happens That's to it. other people. Correct. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be a racist. We're hoping you're not going to be a racist. But acknowledge it and think to yourself about the benefits that you had. You know, you kind of look at the life of myself but versus even sure we're sitting right here we've lived the same kind of life but with different aspects you know what i'm saying Correct. and for that you gotta oh you know once we did this thing called the privilege walk <laughs> oh my god the privilege walk this and day. she was at the front of the line she's a privileged gal you know what i'm say, saying uh, she's always had health insurance okay <laughs> i just want to say that but regardless um when we look at the different lives that people live, you got to be grateful, but also, you know, this gratefulness that you have for what you that what you've received does not turn into this thing that makes you feel like you're better than everyone else. And that's what it is with white people. They think that they're better than everyone else. And not all whites, you know. We love the whites, but just not the ones that can act like this crazy lady in Jersey or this man that could bring his dog up and curse this woman out after his dog attack. Uh, listen, don't get me wrong. This girl was wrong, too. She did a lot of things wrong. But that man, 
no way if possible. That's, you're throwing it at her, oh, I mean, really. that was the end of it. Even if you no, like I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like you dummy. You know, I tell you, like my husband told me this story about a uh, baby was crying on the plane, and this white uh, passenger got up and slapped the baby. What? <laughs> Hilarious, like, shut the F up, shut your kid up, and slap the person's baby. I mean, what? Hey, I can do this. I'm white. Don't you see me? I don't know. But, uh, you know, let's talk about... Our- no, I mean, before we say this, you know, white privilege, it does exist. Oh, absolutely. And I need people, we need people to recognize that. Recognize it. Don't act like it doesn't exist. And she believes in it tremendously. Oh, yeah. She it says it all the time. White privilege. White privilege. White privilege. White privilege. Absolutely. Angry girl. <laughs> Angry bike woman. <laughs> uh, so I will uh, be gone for a couple of days because I'm going to borrow day and T.I.T. Love how Trini does cook. I look. We're giving a little, and look, a little dance. Uh, you guys can't uh, see, but, you know. Uh, and, you know, I was asking myself, like, you know, I know. First of all, I've never been to Trinidad for Borough Day. I only go for Carnival. But, you know, I thought to myself, what does Borough Day even mean? I didn't even know. And my mother, she seemed to give me a watery answer. I was really about to revoke her TNT citizenship status. But um, what I've learned is that Borough Day was inaugurated on April 30th. I guess that's why it's always, like, the first week of May. So, um and this day in 1980 was when it was see this full borough status. Um, there was a big ceremony. They had the first council um, inaugurated, and um, I think his name his name was Lionel Blake, and he was the first mayor. Um, the borough celebration started somewhere around like the mid 80s, like I said, 1980. But they started to really revamp and have like different band, you know, steel pad. What do you call it? Steel pad. Ding 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 ding. I don't know if you guys. Which I hate. You hate steel pad. Not I mean, matter of fact, like I extend, but yeah. you know, like Juve tipping, tipping, <laughs> tipping all across the place with that. No thanks. It came at a time when Point Forte, which is the south part of Trinidad, was in the economic downturn. Um, and so, you know, it's now, it's like a mini carnival. You know, if you don't make it to carnival, I go in for borrow a day. And it has grown exponentially. And I am just so excited to finally go down for borrow day and really be with my family because, you know, if you don't... I thought she was going for her prayers. She talked about... She talked about Cardi, man. I thought she was going for her prayers. I going for her prayers. My mom turned 60. Shout out to my mom. But let's be honest. I'm going to be partying. And you know what? It will be alongside my mom because I heard her talking about a party that I'm going to. (laughs) She's like, yes, I already got my ticket. I was like, oh, my gosh. But I'm so excited. You know, I see my family. Usually when I go for carnival... Carnival's in town, as you know, and my family lives in South, which is like two and a half, three hours away. So I usually don't see them when I go for Carnival. But now I get to spend time with my family. You know, no Wi-Fi. Hell, I'm gonna survive. You have to talk. You can't even use WhatsApp because they just all use WhatsApp. You might have to give. You want me? You should have told me to bring in my DigiCell phone. I have a phone, man. I'll work it out. I'll work it out. You get one cheap in the airport. <laughs> you should buy it because when I go down to Trinidad in June, I'll be able to use your same digi cell. We'll work it out. We'll, we'll figure it, it out. Well, I want you to have a great time. I'm going to miss you. Thank you. Thank you. I won't miss you, though. I, I know you won't. When this girl is on I vacation, when she's on vacation, you don't hear from her at all. You know, at all. <laughs> she don't even do a little shout out like, Hey, you're dead or alive. Am I the only person like that? It's like, you're on vacation. Yeah. Why am I calling you when you're back yeah, home? Yeah, I'm and, not having fun. Right. I mean, no, it's not that you're not having fun. That you you just want to say, hey, I'm thinking about you even though I'm having tremendous amounts of fun. Ugh. But whatever. 
But, um, you know, I will not miss you guys, but we'll, 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 we'll connect again. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll be on schedule. We'll be on schedule. Um, Nobody worries. You know, producer P has been out for a couple of weeks. She shall be back soon. We miss her. Singing in the background. Singing in the background. But we'll see you next week. Bye. Signing out. Later.